Good evening. Um, what a beautiful um, day it is again. This is day two. I have an exclusive in London now, which is the capital of North Wales, um, which also includes, if you want to be technical, Liverpool. Um, so here we are again in the studio. It's great to be here. Um, I've got a team of five actually working around me right now. Um, so um, I'm going to give a shout out to Daz, our sound producer. Um, we've got Billy, um, our producer. Harold. Um, good guys, good guys. We've got Dan, who is uh, the uh, assistant producer. Um, and we've got Kit over here. Say hello, Kit. All right. Uh, Kurt is um, part of our sound um, system. Um, he's making sure all the levels are correct. And finally, um, to all round it up, we've got our good friend over there. Our friend, your friend. You'll know her a lot more shortly. Our good friend, Catherine. Say hello, Catherine. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> that's Catherine over there. And she does... Um, well, uh, what do you do, Catherine? All oh, right, okay. She does um, ensuring that the internet um, connection is correct and that we're being um, actual recording is going through correctly. So here we are, day two, London now. Fantastic place. Um, and again, I have to encourage you all to come to London now, even though there is a sudden variant coming about. Uh, <clears throat> a Delta variant, but don't forget, think about that. If you if have at least one vaccine, you should be all right. Um, so I encourage you to come here. Uh, I encourage you to go up with all uh, down the pier. Um, and just generally enjoy the beauty of London. Now. Um, as a future interview, um, which I'm going to be conducting, that person is going to endorse um, my belief on London. Now, so. Um, yes, so anyway, you get a lot of hardcore encouragement to attend London now um, for a day trip, two days, three days. It's a perfect location for yourself or your whole family. But anyway, let's move on, on from that. Uh, what's happened tonight? Well, tonight I've been watching live TV for the first time in a long, long time. Um, obviously, I'm not a fan of live TV because one, adverts. Two, um, I can't avoid crop TV. Um, so what we've had tonight is um, I've been in my hotel room with a fan on, um, watching a TV show about the England football managers. Um, and it's called The Impossible Job. Well, no, I'm sorry. It's not The Impossible Job. It's just England and English footballers particularly good at the sport so that's where we are so it was basically um kicking off at bobby robson naturally um it was kicking off at alfamsey um Alfamsey, the one guy who actually won a tournament and um, getting attacked because he didn't reveal his soul didn't reveal his personality pathetic and you know the worst thing about it was the um, winter. What's his name? What well, the journalist? His surname's Winter. Um, basically, I think 
I didn't like him, so we made it our job to get rid of him. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, I tell you. Let, let's look at. Let's focus on him right now. Yeah. Uh, creating the basically the sport of football. Okay. Happened in about late 17th century, early 18th century. Yeah. Okay. First football system was set up in 1888. Yeah. With the um, Football League. Great achievement. Yeah. To actually create um, a 10 team, I believe it's 10 team. A tournament where teams play um, home and away. Fantastic. Done. That's it. Okay. After 1888, that's it. England have not achieved anything else with developing or contributing to the um, spread of football other than some mercenary trips abroad. Um, isn't there a team in South America who have the same kit? And it's because um, that team went on a piss up um, across, you know, the Atlantic Ocean. We've arrived on a ship after three weeks. Oh, let's swap tops. Oh, do I want to have a drink after a game? I'm sorry. It's not passing football over. It's passing sort of you know, a, a below-average STD. That's that's what England did. Um. So anyway, that's that's what's happening. Um. So I watched that. Um. <clears throat> first, I um, part about Glen Hull. The um. <laughs> that was like the uh, hope. Uh, first, like uh, she put her hands on someone's leg, and I'm kind of hoping away. Uh, can't believe that happened in 98. Glenn Hoddle uh, saying all that stuff. If you disabled, you deserved it. <laughs> How on earth did he stand and um, hang around? But also, right, again, that winter bloke. How did that Daily Mail um, journalist actually hang around that long? We didn't like him, so we knew we'd get rid of him. God almighty. Poor Kevin Keegan as well. Happy, you know, if, if you know me well, I know. Um, I adore Kevin Keegan, yeah, uh, absolutely incredible guy, um, great manager, but he always underestimated himself, and he even said it when he walked out of England, um, that stupid ridiculous Germany match, where a better team beat England, let's be brutally honest, in a decaying stadium, which should have been knocked out about 10 years earlier, yeah. So all those who come, that was the last match in Wembley, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, anyway, um, poor Kevin Keegan, that's all I can say on that. At least he was creative. Um, but yeah, he actually was going, uh, oh, not good enough. It's done, it's done, I'm, I'm not good enough. What a legend for doing that. Um, when you had Sven coming out, um, who was the sexy manager of the time because he won the um, Italian championship, didn't he? With Lazio, was it in 2001? Of oh, that beautiful team, Marcelo Salas and 
Oh, who am I forgetting? Oh, the guy who went to um, didn't help Athletic Madrid. Anyway, it's pointless. But yes, um, so I watched the documentary about in England. Um, Don Weavy, what a gaffer he was. He came in, didn't achieve anything. So just thought, yeah, it's not worth it. I went, went out to Saudi Arabia. Fair play to you, Weavy. Fair play. That's a guy who's thinking, all this criticism. Uh, not a fan of it. I don't believe I deserve it. Oh, what's that? Ten million to go somewhere else in the sun. Bye. <laughs> Fair play, Weavy. Um, also told the story about um, Terry Venables. Remember he had to leave England because of a court case. Was that, uh, I'm trying to think, that's something to do with his ownership with Tottenham. Um, wasn't it with the, um, oh, Alan Sugar? I have no idea what that was. Like, again, didn't Terry Venables buy the club for 50p or something? It was something mad. Um, so we had, we had Glenn Hoddle, um, we've talked about, um, when it moved on to Sren, when it moved on to, out on McLaren. Hilarious times are going, going into town. Yeah, you're over 2008. You've had a lot of bad news that year, but the best news you've had, no England matches, empty bars, walking around. Oh, oh. I believe that was the year of Russia and Arshavn, um, who really impressed. Um, happened after I'd been invited to um, the Arbor Dock on some sort of party boat. Um, lots of people were getting charged for being underage. Um, so I abandoned it and then went to, um, oh, what pub was it? A walkabout. Um, and that's where we saw our um, Sharvin. Did he score a hat-trick or two goals? So anyway, yeah. Um, for later time. So, yes, that was a very good tournament. Um, so it's been quite a boring episode of me just rambling about stuff about England managers. Um, oh, Capello. I'll, okay, I'll finish it with this. Fabio Capello, fantastic. I'll tell you where I am. I'm in Spain, yeah? So it's the day of England versus Germany. It's World Cup 2010. Mm. So I say, hmm, I'm waiting up, about, I think it's about 12 o'clock, half 12 what should we do for lunch? A couple of people said, uh, oh, should we go to the um, KFC? Some other people said, oh, baking. Some people said, ah, oh, I prefer McDonald's. So I said at this point, let's do the triathlon. Let's do all of them. So the story goes, we go to every single fast food restaurant in Alicante. We get all of them, we bring them back, and as I'm eating the strange hybrid McDonald's KFC Burger King Burger, I'm watching the Frank Lampard goal being disallowed. Beautiful, beautiful. The outrage in that flat, and that small tiny flat was amazing. Except for me and Armstrong, obviously, as we shook hands and shouted her to Berlin songs. Fantastic. 
anyway, um, this has been another pointless episode. Um, but my longest episode yet. Um, really, again, um, apologies for anyone who's had to listen to this. Um, we will get into um, the scheme of things going forward. Because um, I've got a lot to discuss. I think it'll work better when I'm actually discussing with someone else. Um, as I mentioned on the last episode. So, I've got a few creative plans. Um, this has just literally been um, an episode um, of me discussing that Silly Little England um, manager documentary. Uh, poor Von Greenwood. No one mentions him doing. Mm, poor Von. Um, and poor Sam Aldice as well, you know. Yeah, I feel sorry I got entrapped. Uh, it was entrapment. Uh, uh, 67 days, even though it was only... It was like a couple of million for me in my job. I just wanted to make more money and I got caught out. Yeah, see ya. Um, but <laughs> also on that, okay, heading back to England tomorrow. Hope I don't need to, but um, anyway, it's been brilliant in Wales. Uh, thank you, Wales and um, the city, well, County Council of Conway for hospitality. Um, it's really been enjoyable. To all the staff who worked in my studio, thank you. Um, for finally get some sleep um, in the next hour or so. They're happy, they're smiling and waving. Um, so, yes, um, this is goodbye for now. But, as I said, lots of plans going forward. Thank you for the team, thank you for listening. And, in the words of Roy Keane, in that tunnel, I'll see you that day. Yeah, that's, that's all I want to say. Oh, oh, is this thing on? See you later.